0: Welcome to no, it's not. No, then it's
1: just okay. Then it goes. Hey guys, welcome to Here There Be Dragons, a Black Sales podcast. I'm Chelsea. I'm Louis. And we are not embarrassed to say that we are super fans of Black Sales.
0: Ever heard of it? Probably not.
1: Probably not.
0: That's why we're doing this.
1: So, Louis, why are we doing this podcast?
0: Am I going to be the only one who answers this question? No. Okay.
1: I'm just starting this off
0: Okay, great. Well, first of all, Here There Be Dragons is the name of the show, but there are no dragons in Black Sails.
1: Correct. Okay.
0: Is that, I feel like that's something I should say up top. Yeah. Okay, great. That's fair. Okay, so no dragons in Black no Sails. No
1: Krakens. No. If you like Pirates of the Caribbean. This is not for you. This is not it.
0: Okay. So that, okay, so Just that's, getting that out of okay, the way. Okay, just out of the way. Yeah, yeah. so you know, yeah. no dragons. Why are we doing this? We just finished watching Black Sails for the first time through. Uh, Chelsea started watching it in, like, April. Mm -hmm. And she watched three seasons of it and then got me on board so that we could watch the final season together, which Mm -hmm. aired its finale, like, two months ago uh, in July or whatever of July 2017. And we just watched the finale for the first time three days ago. And we're fucking pumped about this show. (laughs) And, you guys, no one fucking watches this show! And it's so good! It's...
1: It's shockingly good, and if you Google it, you will find so few people writing about it, talking about it, watching it, and it's a crime, because I'm telling you, I love Game of Thrones deeply. Chelsea's
0: wearing a Game of Thrones t-shirt right now.
1: As we speak. However, Black Sails far surpasses Game of Thrones in every way, in writing, in acting, in design dare mm-hmm. i say
0: well okay dare i say yeah, you, you dared <laughs> You okay. dared
1: um, in action in logic i mean <laughs> <laughs> really so yeah so from my perspective why we're doing this show is to hopefully get more people watching black sales and appreciating it because it is a really significant piece of art in my opinion,
0: yeah, and also because the first thing we wanted to do when we finished the finale was turn around and start watching it all over again, yeah. Um, and this makes us feel a little, a little, at least a little, productive about that, <laughs> yeah. But also, it's funny that you should mention Game of Thrones because some fans might be cluing in the Black Sales for the first time because a Black Sales actor was on the last season of Game of Thrones, That's and true. he made headlines on sites like Huffington Post and BuzzFeed because of his arms. And let me tell you,
1: they are. A work of art into themselves
0: and black sales was there first and they yeah. fucking knew it
1: they knew it literally every scene he's in his sleeves are rolled up to the highest point possible on his arm
0: wait 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 i feel like we should i forget the actor's name what's his name tom um, google it <laughs> uh he played <laughs> he played Dick on, on, wait, let me, he played I think his name's Tom Hopper, right? Tom
1: Hopper, it is Tom Hopper. Uh, It's Tom Hopper, for sure. 100% Tom Hopper.
0: Oh, yeah, okay, his name's Tom Hopper. He played, he played Dick on. Dick on Tarly. Tarly on the latest season of Game of Thrones, and he plays Billy Bones Mm -hmm. on Black Sails.
1: Mm -hmm. And I know what you're thinking, wait a minute, Billy Bones, do you mean that decrepit old Muppet from Muppet Treasure (laughs) Island?
0: No, Billy Bones is, Billy Bones is not a Muppet in Muppet Treasure Island. He's not? No, Blind Pew is the. Oh, Blind is, Pew. Is the the Muppet. Muppet. <laughs> Billy Bones is the human That's scraggly right. He's one. He's very scraggly. Yeah, though.
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Um, My but mistake. yeah, good transition, Chelsea. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, the reason that Billy Bones is a character on this show is because Black Sales is simultaneously a historical fiction drama about pirates. It's like your typical Stars or HBO or Showtime or whatever period drama. But it is also a prequel to the Robert Louis Stevenson book, Treasure Island. Yes. Which is a weird combo that I don't know if I've ever seen or sort of encountered anything like that. Um, where, uh, yeah, I guess it's sort of similar yeah. to how Wizard of Oz is treated in a lot of media, where like the story of Oz is something that you can make a prequel and sequel and spinoffs to. Yeah, um,
1: but he wrote prequels and sequels. and Yeah, so. I guess
0: but it's like it's a strange format and it yeah. was strange to me that uh characters from Treasure Island young younger yeah. characters of Treasure Island are on this show but it becomes i mean it is because of that mm-hmm. and because of the combination of the historical fiction such a cool meditation on Treasure Island itself but just stories in general mm-hmm. and narratives and backstory and cause and effect i mean it's just It's amazing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And what's so cool about it is that it's not like, it's not like Long John Silver is the main character. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's one of the main characters, but you know, the historical pirates can play just as significant a role in the story as some of the literary ones. Mm -hmm. It's not like they're, it's not like one is favored over the other. I mean, towards the end, the prequel stuff is somewhat favored just because that's, sort of the main genesis of the show. Mm -hmm. But the historical aspects and the historical characters really do change and affect the story in significant ways.
0: Yeah, I mean, the the thing, the the pitch I've been saying to people is that it's it's not just a period drama about historical pirates. It is loosely based on actual history mm-hmm. and uh, uh, historical events. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of, the show has the audacity to say that not only were characters from Treasure Island there, but these historical events actually set up some of the plot of Treasure Island, which is a fictional story. Yeah. Uh, and it's it, it's cool. Um,
1: and there are completely original characters, too. Oh, yeah. That are extremely significant. Yeah. I mean, the this show is truly the definition of an ensemble piece. Yeah. I mean, it's the character development of even the most minor characters is there and you can track it through the show.
0: Yeah. And not only that, this is something that Chelsea kind of discovered and shared with me as she first discovered the show and got involved in the fandom and everything. But all the actors on the show... Love the show. Yeah, they 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 are all. She was listening to another podcast and following online uh, to to the degree that she could without being spoiled. Uh, the community of the the small but uh, strong community of Black Sales fans that included the actors themselves. Yeah, who loved talking about their characters. They loved talking about each other's characters. They mm-hmm. loved the creator, uh, the showrunners, and the writers. Um, so and especially because they shoot a lot of the show on location in Cape Town I think yeah um, they they all bond extraordinarily closely and mm-hmm. uh, and it really shows it's not just an ensemble piece where they're all extremely talented it's yeah. an ensemble piece where they're all extremely invested in the story and yeah. each other's characters
1: and I think that that is mainly a testament to the writing <sighs> of the show that for these actors this material is so fulfilling and so Deep and interesting. I mean, in terms of writing, I think the closest thing I can think of is Breaking Bad. I
0: know. I've been thinking about that a
1: lot. Just the transformation of that a character can go through. That seems to be the closest yeah. example that I can think of.
0: Yeah. Well, it's just... A, I, I can't recall another show. I think Game of Thrones tries to do this, yeah. and it just... It's kind of let me down in this regard where mm. the characters not only change, but you feel like you witness that change in slow motion. Yeah. Uh, and that every action that a character is taking, that like if you jump back to season one or whatever and you're like, yeah. why are they doing this? You can actually explain why they're doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Which brings us to a somewhat sensitive subject season one. <laughs> okay.
0: No, <laughs> Okay.
1: I tried to start watching Black Sales before.
0: We did. We both did.
1: We both did. We watched the first episode and stopped, and that's because we thought this show was kind of basic. It had this like really pretty guy playing Silver, and we weren't that drawn into the characters or the story. We were like, "Eh, okay, we get it. We did not get it. We had no idea. I kept going, I think just because I wanted to find a new kind of fantasy show, and I was kind of ran out of material. and was like, well, I should try that pirate show again, because that was kind of fun. And as I kept going, I kept discovering that they plant seeds, even in that first episode, that blossom throughout the series. So if you are watching the first episode and you're like, I don't really get it, this seems pretty surface, this seems pretty basic... Keep going. Stick with us. We'll help you through it. And I promise that it's worth it.
0: Yeah, and also, you know, I'm sure almost every show has that sort of like, you just need to get past this hump
1: mm-hmm.
0: part to it. And yeah. I truly believe that it's only the first episode.
1: Oh, yeah, me too. The
0: first episode really feels like uh, a marketing...
1: Yeah, it feels like a Michael Bay pilot.
0: Yeah, well, the sh- so the show is on Star... or was on Stars and feels like maybe for the entirety of its time on the air was totally mismarketed or at least, you know, they were answering to some higher ups who said you have to market this as an action show because no one is in the mood for a very heady literary drama with pirates that doesn't have a kraken on it. Yeah. Um, of course, I don't think that's true. I hope it's not true.
1: I don't um, think it's true. Yeah.
0: Well, but I so they think, marketed the whole show as yeah. executive produced by Michael Bay. And yeah. if you look at if you google like posters for it, like the main poster for it is a pirate walking away from like an explosion, right?
1: Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's like one of the season posters. But it's I think it's such a shame because I think the audience that will really love this show are going to be turned off by explosions and pirates and the people who really love Explosions and Pirates are going to be turned off by the, like you were saying, literary character-driven drama. Mm-hmm. So for that that niche of people who like both, this is the absolutely perfect show for you, and you're probably already watching it, but for the people who did love Breaking Bad or these sort of long character studies, really beautiful writing, but also like there's such tension in every Mm -hmm. episode and throughout every season the characters in it are all really smart and in that sense they also reflect that their audience is going to be smart so in the writing if they're like if they drop a hint or drop a clue about something and you're like oh great well it's going to take like three more episodes and then that character is going to finally realize it and start doing something about it that's not black sales they drop it Piece of information, and the characters immediately pick up on it. They immediately sense what's going on, what the plan is, how they can be involved, how they can affect it. They are so smart, and they're not like they're not like in inhumanly smart. Like they have a sixth sense or something. They are just smart because if you're a real person in that scenario, with their history and with their skill set, they would know this thing. Mm-hmm. So unlike other shows where it takes people forever to figure things out, sometimes these characters figure it out right away. And they know the the audience is going to figure it out right away, too.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, it just keeps the plot moving yeah. so quickly.
1: If you like that, you are going to love this show. You're going to love it.
0: Ugh, it's so good. Okay.
1: Um, okay, so the format of how our show is going to go is we're going to start rewatching the series, and we're going to talk about it episode by episode...
0: And we're trying to... I mean, we'll get into this once we start actually recording each episode, but we're hoping to not do a full recap of every episode. We're hoping to be... We want to rewatch the show and then talk about it with someone right afterwards, mm-hmm. and that conversation wouldn't naturally include us going beat by beat of every minute that we watched. So we're going to talk about our favorite parts. We're going to talk about our, our what's happening with our favorite characters and mm-hmm. where the overall themes are headed. Um, I would like to talk about... Uh, overall pirate history and where that's fitting in and yeah. which new characters or locations or whatever were introduced here that are actually hints to savvy historical uh,
1: historians uh,
0: Historians <laughs> <laughs> uh, that something is about to be introduced or something's about to happen um, and also with same similar stuff with Treasure Island there's such a fun uh, uh, game to be played with mm-hmm. what is happening and what's being set up for Treasure Island and mm-hmm. um
1: and specifically how the stories are being set up for treasure island yeah the stories of these characters yeah
0: um i just reread treasure island over the summer uh just kind of on a whim like where we were still halfway through the show and it was just i mean forget black sails treasure island is fucking great (laughs) (laughs) if you haven't read treasure island you should read it it's like it's so it's it's my most intimate uh, knowledge of Treasure Island, beginning when I started watching Black Sails, was all because of Muppet Treasure Island, which mm-hmm. is a movie I love and I think I still think is a great representation of that story and of the Long John Silver character and relationship with him and Jim Hawkins. But the book itself is is incredible, uh, not just for the young adult uh, narrative that's happening with Jim Hawkins, but also it just I mean Long John Silver is one of the most interesting, devilish v- villains in mm-hmm. literary history. And it's it's just, he's good. Yeah. He's real good in the book. And uh, and so if, if you don't watch Black Sails, if this isn't enough to convince you to watch Black Sails, at least freaking read Treasure Island some <laughs> afternoon because it is short
1: mm-hmm. and
0: it's fucking great.
1: And if you have read Treasure Island and you haven't watched Black Sails, I think this sort of goes back to our conversation about the first episode, but be... Be reassured that the Long John Silver in Treasure Island, you're gonna see how he gets there. Yeah. In the show.
0: We didn't we weren't totally fans of him at the very beginning. But uh, we did we weren't really we weren't really We
1: weren't really watching, but I was just like, who is this? CW Hot Boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's an incredible actor, it turns out. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um So um
1: So yeah, so probably uh we'll watch the first episode in a couple days and get our thoughts out to you guys. And, um, thanks for watching. Black sales with us. Yeah. Okay. See you later.
0: Okay. (laughs) See you after we watch the first episode. Bye. Bye.